1: And welcome to the RAW preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the daily boys of What Culture, Michael Hamplett and Michael Sidgwick here to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review RAW but also SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT. But no AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, round table discussion and a round of the week complete with uh, a quiz, of course, on coach. As I said, they joined by Hamfler and Sidgwick to look ahead to the season premiere of...
2: Monday Night Raw!
1: And Michael Hanfler, what a stacked show we have got tonight.
3: Right? I'm really legitimately hyped. This is not just... You needing to write Fallout in big capital letters because we had a premium live event. Don't worry, I've just checked his notes (laughs) and he does in fact have that written down. Thank Christ there's something to get us to the mid-roll ad. This is stuff where we might get to the Fallout but we wouldn't technically need to because of the (laughs) stuff they've already put in place. Um, What I like about this is that, if nothing else, (laughs) they've got enough here that would theoretically fill, let's say, a two-hour broadcast. So that only requires one hour of filler. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. the, like compared to what we would typically have to preview with a three-hour roll, that's like feels less intimidating going into it. Uh again, my experiences
4: as a um British podcaster. Now 37, late 30s, or still mid. Mid to late 30s. I think, I think we're late 30s now. Yeah. In my <laughs> uh, 30s. thirties. 30s. 30s. Uh, we're all in the 30s. The podcasters. Uh, with uh two kids. Now my usual experience on a Tuesday morning is uh <laughs> like it's oh god I've got to watch Raw. When I'm really could just do with getting up when the kids get up. But no, professional. Gotta watch Raw. Bleary eyed. What do you got for us this week, Peppa H? Is it a 20 minute match with no finish? Yep, check. Is it Johnny Gargano being a little arsehole of a baby face? Dick. And <laughs> uh Damage control being a bit rubbish, quite frankly. But I like the wrestlers. And oh, that's not enough after two minutes, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's that? Morning time. Yeah, that was adorable three years ago. <laughs> I, I do look my kids. Do announce when they've woken up. by saying morning time. And it's the most wholesome, nice thing. At a certain time of morning. <laughs> it actually is morning time to wake up. And then, you know, I switch off the show. And I have very few opinions on it. And I come in and talk and there's a few jokes that pop that make the podcast entertaining. This, tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go, oh, oh. not like I'm, in. Yeah. Oh but like. Not that you know of right now. Not that I know of right now. But I'm honestly going to wake up tomorrow morning and go, oh, there's some stuff on here. And then Triple H is going to put us in the mood, worst mood possible.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he stands a chance to do it. It's
4: like, like, I look at this and I get
1: very excited and no doubt tomorrow, like the Frosty's advert, alarm will go off, throw the covers back. It's going to be great. (laughs) It's going to be great. As I wake up every morning. But there's also the danger as Sidg alludes to there that it could all go horribly wrong.
3: Well, I mean, this sort of, can we talk about DX first? All right, if we yeah, have to, play, I, yeah. And then oh. fallout. I've never said that before, but like, can we talk about the Excess? Because it's, I don't think we've got a game to play, remember? Oh, but
4: not yet, not yet. But I've got my finger on the
3: button, I'm literally on the pulse. Don't worry, <laughs> it's its not that Triple H like I like these roles more than So I don't think we're at a point where like I'm
4: going to, yeah,
1: tomorrow morning. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think at the moment he's capable of absolutely destroying the enjoyment of a show like, say, a Vincent Man would if somehow you were anticipating a Vincent Man role what well, the Triple H segment absolutely could the DX segment absolutely could and i think that's what hangs in the balance here is it's how little can they irritate us it's there's only one of the DX guys that's out there that any of us really collectively agree that we like yep. at this point in Xbox. Yeah, there's no one
4: as well. He's on the other channel.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, which will hang heavy in the titty of all the DX stuff, I think, because we already know it's out there that they're worried that there's going to be some sort of Sismi daddy ass stuff going on. So th- there's already this feeling that oh, I don't really like three of them. And one of them, historically, has done everything he can to put himself over in every single situation imaginable, that being Triple H. One is just such an old bore in Sean Michaels i got no time for Sean Michaels anymore and everybody hates the road dog so it's more about it's not so much if they come out and just do a wacky bit with a tank and it's five minutes then it's out of there I can't begrudge them that it's whether or not they damage one of the things I'm genuinely looking forward to on the show and I've got a bit of fantasy booking later but I don't know whether to bring that in now or bring it in when we talk we talked about a bit in the office yeah well before we, before we do that actually should we, do you think there's going to be
1: daddy ass Chance? yes of course there are do you, think it was, do you think it's been made worse by them saying by the, by the news coming out of them trying to make plans to counteract that? If they did not say anything, do you think there would have been a less chance of daddy-ass chance?
4: I'm trying to very rationally um, think about this, okay? The complexion of the WWE crowd has changed demonstrably over the last however many years. My take is that the reason why the crowds aren't as hot as they are and even when something really boring or outright bad, not Hell in a Cell 2019 bad, but, you know, something a bit rubbish happens, they don't tend to hijack the show anymore because the people who tried to project a different version of WWE onto WWE that WWE didn't want any part of being, they all kind of defected. They all dropped off, and then they went to AEW, and I think they're that is happy being in AEW. I don't think there's the mood in the air of people especially everyone who's enthralled to Papa H, to derail a segment with daddy-ass chants. I think you might get a vocal minority who just want to be awkward,
3: like the, like the what-assholes. Do you think the cost of the living crisis, not to get all serious, has kind of derailed the disruptors because those would have once gone to WWE shows and been raging and thought, I'm going to use my ticket spend on that and chant that the things I don't like. That? And now there's like, say AW's not popping for people as much as you see, the they're just not going to the shows. Gates are low. Mm. And they're not going to go and protest at an AEW show because they don't feel that like vitriolic rage towards AW. They just don't like it. So it's like, I'm just not going to go. I'm not going to go and winch. I'm just not going to attend. Yeah. $50 a shot or whatever it is. I'll yeah. I'll just save that.
4: And I was thinking general, even before the cost of living crisis that WWE had found an audience that likes it that are particularly ardent or if they do, they might just be a reserved collective of people because they're not very noisy. They don't behave in a way a traditional, massively up for a pro wrestling crowd do. Um But I just think they're quite happy with a lot. The the because they cheer for who, who they normally boo and boo who they normally cheer. <laughs> and those con- that contrarian element got stamped out when AEW became a thing and they just realized, oh, I've got an alternative now. I don't have to go to these WWE shows because people forget just how much WWE was kind of... It was If you wanted to be a wrestling fan, even if you fundamentally were just opposed to the way that WWE produced telly, if you wanted to be part of, and I know there's no real such thing as this... The wrestling community that happens to exist on the internet and communicates online, I'm not going to use those three <laughs> letters because it's it's true and it isn't, isn't it? And yeah. That it's a thing. If you wanted to be like a part of it, a part of the conversation, and um, just involved and you liked some of the wrestlers without realizing that oh, if he goes to New Japan, he's going to be 10 times cooler. If he goes to AEW, <laughs> he's going to be cooler. If you liked wrestlers and thought, you know what, it might be better. To just get involved and amongst it, that was always there but it isn't there anymore, so I just don't know if the contrarian element is there, but let's mm. just, you know, before we give it a more earnest um, preview of what DX might do on the night, just say, for example, that, you know, there is a contrarian element who do, there's a bit of cross-pollination, and they do love the acclaimed because everyone loves the acclaimed. Of course. And there is a bit of a chant of, oh, says of me daddy. It's time to play, time to play the game! Did it, did it, did it, did it, What will Triple H say in response? <laughs> My idea is that. What happened? 2019 Hall of Fame. When Billy Gunn got like a pop and everything like that. And he was known to have taken up a coaching role in AEW, which was very, he was going to debut, I think, the very next month. And everyone knew that Billy Gunn was associated with them. And Triple H said, oh, that works That Piss and Company now. A few months later, <laughs> NXT descends into parody just before it hits television, becomes
3: an incredibly bland and relatively unpopular property. Just to know that Triple H was high in his own supply because it was 24 it was hours just after <laughs> over New York. Like, oh, uh, he didn't know then that he just produced a season finale. Yeah, no. really?
4: He thought he was king. Sh- and obviously he probably should have because that show was absolutely incredible. One of the best WWE shows of all time. So he was high on himself and all the rest of it. He was a piss-end company. They can't compete with what I just did. They didn't just compete, one. That Those words have haunted him. And those words have been weaponized against Triple H that whenever there was a Brian Alvarez ratings tweet and AEW beat NXT, as they more often than not did, there was always some smart-ass in the awesome reply saying, oh, not bad for a piss on company. <laughs> <laughs> I think those words will have haunted Triple H. And I think tonight, in response, he's going to say something to the effect of, yeah, that guy works for a piss-end company. And say something to the effect, if you know they might have laughed at me once upon a time for saying that, but uh who's laughing now, Tony? Or something like that. Ugh, I think he's I think he's going to say the words piss and company with the extra relish of a guy who knows he's got all of the profile, all of the reach, and the benefit of the curve to continue to beat AEW when realistically it's not really as booking, as it? It's not anything with the initials, WWE would beat any incarnation of AEW for historical brand value, exposure, all of these other indirect reasons. But that is what I think he will say to deflect the chance. Hanflet, what
3: do you think? So I've got, so if it's like Sismy Daddy or Daddy Ass or anything like that, there's obviously going to be all four of them in the ring. And I think he's going to say, uh, Daddy Ass, better call somebody. And what was that got him over, huh, Rockabilly? And point at Road Dog, And just leave that one there. Yeah.
1: A little neg. Ooh. I've sort of cheated, because I don't think it's going to be Triple H dealing with this. Because he's above all that now. But, for all the the great the two great minds that I've got sat next to me, you've forgotten what we're talking about. You've forgotten about the core of WWE. And the fact they still don't really know what wrestling fans are like in 2022. Case in point, last cross. You- well, yeah, that, but also... Last week's Raw, I'm fairly fairly certain. Yeah, last week's Raw, Riddle and Rollins. Mm. No idea what they were doing there, but what they always try and do, and more often than not, fail miserably, is start their own chance. Not you know everything else organically gets over, and then when they get their grubby little fingers on it, it falls to pieces. So I'm picturing Scissor Me Daddy is probably more accurate. But in my head, because it works easier, I've got daddy ass, daddy ass, right? Triple H like to say, hey, 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 don't get my hand, Tony, with this, okay? He gets his lap dog, he's always begging for a job, isn't he? He's always there on Twitter, can you have a job, please? Not going to lie,
4: you look smooth AF, Tony Khan. <laughs> have some dignity, you asshole.
1: <laughs> so uh, he's going to say, uh, hey, guys. I know he lost some weight, but uh, you don't need to focus on that part of his anatomy. So I think you should instead call him Papa H, Papa H. And they're going to try and (laughs) stop Papa H chant. Daddy, that's good. He's a little little bitch. He'll do that for him. The road bitch. (laughs) Bitch dog.
3: The road bitch Jesse bitch.
1: (laughs) That's my prediction for tonight. But it's
4: going to be a fun game to play regardless. He's going to be an arsehole about it. Yeah. Yeah. And the worst thing is, is like he's going to be a bit right. I don't necessarily think he's the best poker in the world. but <laughs> well, he's winning, so yeah. and he's, uh, he's going
1: to win. And who, uh, not to limit you now, because there's quite a few other things you want to talk about. Who this. gets.
4: Oh, got another game. Sorry, sorry. Impromptu game. It's,
2: it's time
4: to play the game! did it, did it, did it, who gets the rub? <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> yeah. Damien figured. Sandow, Revival, Rub, in which DX kicks some guys' ass, and um, they do the little click signs, yeah. and they do a hug, and it's like, look at that asshole. Couldn't even beat five guys. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> sucks to be him. And it was Revival, and it was Damien Sandow. There might have been somebody else. Yeah, a few have had it over the years. He's going to get uh,
3: X-Factored. What does Raw Dog do? Sh- Shake, rattle, and roll. Shake, and rattle, and, and roll. roll. Yeah. Pedigree. So they're going to, because he can. Triple H won't do anything, I don't think. He can't. Maybe not. No. Because he can be that guy uh, in terms of his bumping and the way he moves. Theory? They're just going to dick Reggie about. Like, oh. he's, like, he's athletic and he's got his got his circus moves. So they can uh, super kick him into a circus move. Spin move. X-Factor.
1: Oh, spins up. Knees off.
3: I think it's Theory. Theories. Theory's in action,
1: though, isn't he?
3: Oh, okay. God. Oh, Jesus. He's going to do Theory, and then Gargano's going to be like... You remember like, how... Seth Rollins. Make, like, I remember oh, Seth Rollins. Like, I know you're right. But then Holland and Nash will wise be like, don't include them in the cuddle, and they're like, turn their backs on Seth. Like, but yeah, Gargano's going to be allowed to do a crotch chop tonight, isn't he? And he's going to think it's the best, <laughs> <laughs> best night of his life. Looking like uh, Finchie. Finchie and Prent. <laughs> <laughs> What if they take it to the nth degree? Oh, God, Gargano's got a neon green game here for tonight. That's happening. That's so happening. Oh, that is,
4: that's that's so Johnny. <laughs> the game's over. that will be funny. I've ever seen those pictures of uh, Johnny Gargano in NXT before a takeover. He's like, eh, like this in yeah. the video, eh. And he's like in front of Triple H, and Triple H's
3: like, <laughs> <laughs> Johnny
4: Gargano's going to wear it. Oh, my God. Johnny what DX,
3: Jenny <laughs>
1: Gargano. What if they take this to the nth degree? Johnny Degenerate. I'll
3: get there. Johnny, suck it. Johnny, suck it.
1: That...
4: Johnny set my gags. They open the show, <laughs> Robo Johnny.
1: They open the like, show, okay.
4: Like a, like a yeah, the like he put a, a, a gagsack
1: because the bigger, biggest star should open the show, and that's obviously not Roman Reigns or the Bloodline. That's Degeneration X. So they <laughs> open the show. They'll build
4: a the DX's thing. Yeah.
1: Well, hear me out here. So oh. they open it. So Bloodline's main event in because because they should, right? I'm getting. I'll get back to that. Johnny
4: Gargle. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: that's what doing. So, Johnny Gargle.
3: No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Generation X, the thing, right? And they're all there, like, eh, yeah, it was so good, and all that, yeah. And uh, and then Theory comes out and goes, You've taken long enough out of the way. I've got a match now. And they go, I think we'll, and they've all got special stupid bloody chairs of theirs or whatever it is. Uh, there's a kennel for him to fucking sit on or something. But, right. You got off the rails. What's going on? They stay to watch the match with Johnny Gargano. And in it, Austin Theory says, Rodan, you suck it. And then they come in and cost Theory the match, right? And that's that. And you can do all the, yeah, too sweet. But you can't come in the hug stuff. And then later on, he's walking backstage. And he, like, walks past him. He's like, he pricks or whatever. And then main event time. Boo, 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 boo uh, and then whatever happens there <laughs> happens and then uh, Theory tries to cash in and uh, D-Generation X cost him his cash in
3: oh he loses, god he loses
1: the cash in tonight because of Degeneration X because Roman's
3: actually there yeah
1: uh,
4: it's another possibility either that or
1: he get the whole world
3: naked. <laughs> and then you just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just take out uh, Ray White
4: new Rewrite. member of D-X <laughs>
3: i was still popping at like the bit in the middle of the match you suck it no you suck it <laughs> what a terrible bit between complete twats you suck it, no, you suck it. You suck it.
4: <laughs> in PG WWE DX DX are good when you are 14 in
3: 1998 <laughs> I still yes. love that that's, story that's not it. to speak to an extremely living experience but yes that's it
1: yeah that's it Michael can you calm down in the back of the class for you if you go kind of like that I've
3: got two words for you here <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's, like You know when Sean doesn't even crotch chop because, like, Jesus wouldn't like it if he put, <laughs> put, put, put the sides of his hands by his crotch. So he's, like, he's crotch chopping up by his, like, chest. Uh, yeah, my chest. Uh, My my belly, suck my torso. Is that all right, God? (laughs) Can I talk about something good that I think might happen? Yeah, please do. Bloodline, fantastic, and I'm so pleased they're on Raw. Right? Yet again, a brilliant, brilliant um, segment on SmackDown that we haven't really had a review opportunity to talk about because of Extreme Rules. I'm not going to go long on it, but Mm, really, really tremendous segment. Yet again, where like. Roman Reigns has now put Sami Zayn in charge of keeping J.U. so cool. Like, inspired. Yet another detail in this tremendous story. Um, and, you know, obviously it's tied into Logan Paul, but tonight it can be tied into anything. They've already shown that they can have the bloodlines in a workings, overlap onto other things. I want to see Solo Sokota hit Shawn Michaels with a splash as <laughs> revenge for taking the North American title off him for no reason. Oh, rating. yeah! And I don't think that's that outlandish. Like, triple a triple uh, dx selling. Well, that bit is outlandish. Of course it is. But Shawn Michaels eating a bit of sh- for doing that to him on NXT because they have acknowledged it on the, on Raw and SmackDown as well. I can only see the backstage meeting. So um, yeah, obviously the solo Sean thing
1: makes a lot of sense. We can't need another person to bump X Pac. You're great at just everything. So you do that, and Huda, uh, me and you'll just uh, just do something else, shall we? Yeah, yeah. We don't need to. <laughs> Our <laughs> bigger stars from the group don't need to take any bumps, do they?
3: Hey, Jimmy and I like you my uh, shake and rattle and punches? Because, I mean, we're, we were good tag champions too. Kind of the same, in a way. <laughs> what if they...
1: I know D-Generation have, uh, have got a theme, but what if to, they start the show with Triple H? Because like, they did on SmackDown, didn't they?
3: Yeah, he came out and did his, like... State of the Union address type a yeah. new beginning new.
1: season premiere and all that and he says oh later on all the gang except for that prick who's over there are getting back together
3: yeah we so, got soup ball at the start of the night so
1: what if I mean in terms of getting the rub what's better in WWE's eyes than you know being put over by someone live music performance
2: it's
4: time
3: to play, time to play. Time to play the game i are about to do the you to <laughs> 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 right, okay, have a bit of a
4: job <laughs> <laughs> you'd have a bit of a job with the other Triple H associated themes right yes yeah. but Tremina, live
1: live live performance to open the season premiere
3: what are we doing <laughs> what, is go- <laughs> what is going on planning for your next trip
1: Right, let's talk about the rest of this show. First of all, do you think Bray Wyatt is going to show up on tonight's show?
2: No,
3: I think we'll get a white rabbit tease, it won't be a QR now or anymore. Some sort of like acknowledgement from the commentary team that he was there because on uh Saturday, every other white rabbit tease the commentators had to no sell in order for that wait, are we still on the air thing to make any logical sense if you want to call it sense. I think tonight the commentators can be like, Well, he's out, like, this is not a, <laughs> he's out, he's out, he's out. This is not a thing that we've had to pretend not to see. Bray Wyatt's here and uh, the word on the street is that he's sticking around and then, because it it's a saying, Bray Wyatt's here and he's going to be on Smackdown, like, creates this idea in your head that this, like, mystical creature has signed a piece of paper saying, yeah, I'll turn up to work on Friday. <laughs> like when they signed it, re- <laughs> to contracts. Exactly that, exactly that. And people need to understand, and we will always highlight these, the difficulties with these characters and how we need to treat them carefully. And they've never done that with Bray, so let's see if they can tonight. A QR code or a White Rabbit or something, gives some reveal that, yes, he will be on SmackDown because you advertise him because he's numbers. Right now, he's objectively numbers, so you advertise him for SmackDown. If he was going to be on Raw, i just feel like we'd already know about it. Uh, I think that they might
4: really want to put him on this show, advertised or otherwise, because Bray is such the biggest talking point in the company amongst the fandom now that even if they deliver a great, 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 great role. Dot 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 by the standards of Triple H's dry booking, <laughs> there will always be people going, "Where's where's Bray?" they'll be like Bray. Bray got me back into wrestling.
3: I just don't like them. Um, <laughs> Imagine if there's footage of like on people's phones of like, "Oh yeah, it's actually right. Bray worked the dark match," and they yeah. have away like that character's first match, first night back. <laughs> I've
4: interacted on Twitter. Uh, but a half and half group half of people go yeah it's a bit bollocks but I'm really into it and I just like it mm. that's absolutely great love that for you I don't like it but you know what if you're happy it's these ones on Reddit huh? oh my god it's the biggest cinematic masterpiece I've ever seen I was keen when I saw it actually <laughs> that is people are just the most hyperbolic bit of writing they could possibly muster to make the thing feel good in their own silly little heads that need validating that's what annoys me um, but that's the kind of people who will go. God, there's no Bray. It's it's not that good, is it? There's no Bray. <laughs> fuck off. I think Bray will to be less of a dick about it. I think to capitalize on the huge momentum that you will make an appearance, even if it's a tiny little creep dick. I'm gonna do something more on SmackDown because of got a damn break. Um, they're gonna do. They're gonna give you a little bit of hmm. summit. Maybe some like. Uh, Maybe his presence will be felt, even if he's not actually on the shoe.
3: Not seeing little clues from prospective members of the m Six. Yeah, you might see a
4: little uh pound shop fiend in the front row. That guy I want him to stick around. <laughs> and you might get like you know when they first started doing the Firefly uh, Firefly Funhouse vignettes and like the real well, the puppet mercy, the buzzard would appear behind the Daniel yeah. Bryan promo or something like that. I think they'll... Uh, Triple H, genuinely, earnestly, what he likes to do with his little backstage promos is like he likes to have stuff that's happening just barely caught by the cameras happening in the background. And it's quite clever. It gives the illusion that what's happening is real and it's not just this overly produced thing. I think why it's stuff in the background because they realize that the wired Heads really like to uh, use technology in their brains to, like, really sort of connect with whatever's going on. I think there'll be a lot of background stuff, like the stupid puppets coming to life will be in the background of certain segments. And you want to avoid doing things with Bray Wyatt that are real wrestling substantive storylines for as long as possible, because it all turns to crap. And I think the, way, the best way to prolong it is with these background shenanigans and his presence being felt. I like that, but
1: what if it's Bray Wyatt coming out of the cake at Miz's birthday? Well, going to be Dexter
3: Lumis. I forgot about that in my notes. I forgot that they're doing the, the Mrs. Bertha, but there's so much on, isn't there? If they were... It's a bit too soon since character character's just returned, but if if they were like willing to show commitment to this Bray character, just easily destroying DX would be one way to do it. On the 25th anniversary of him, you know, of them celebrating that it's like, well, you're all really old and Bray Wyatt is brand spanking new. Again, this character is two days old, this version of it at least, mm. and he just destroys that. But I think it's probably too soon to give away that much of him physically. They'll think you've got to feed people it because otherwise it'd be wasteful. Like I can't. I would love to see the bloodline do it, but I can't see it being them either. So I, I maybe that maybe like just an, another little tease of the, the backstage stuff because that's pretty much where we were at in the run up to the pay per view anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. I think they have to do something
1: because <clears throat> on the pay per view premium live events. This we want Wyatt chance, and they will not want that whilst people are going, meant to be going, suck it, suck it, or whatever. Yeah, because yeah.
4: people in the crowd are meant to be like, my gag, <laughs> uh, So they don't they want people to, instead of going, we want Wyatt, they want them to say, suck my gag. So they get like a quite obvious, like, oh, what's uh, the, the uh, Huskus? Oh, he's hovering menacingly around the backstage <laughs> segment. Uh, what could this mean?
3: That's, what it's, could this mean? It occurred to me that that is now maybe what stands. The,
4: maybe the satirizing, um, I don't know, symbolic greed, greed in times of austerity. Yes, big, <laughs> it's a metaphor for uh,
3: something. <laughs> it's like that chant on Sunday is the closest you will get now to like a protest vote, and it's effectively saying, "We want the thing you're going to give us after you've given us yep. the other thing. We get also want." That bit, yeah. yeah, that's that's the most you're going to get as a protest. It's interesting in terms of like.
1: DX should not make it out of this show, still standing. Well, alive. alive? Yeah, well, not necessarily that, but but they no, could, but yeah, could be beaten up by Bray Wyatt, they could be beaten up by the Bloodline, yep. or they could be beaten up arguably by the Judgment Day. Yeah.
3: All, all great oh, suggestions. Dominic
1: Mysterio gets his hands on Road Dog. Dominic, oh. oh my God. That's, that's the.
3: You know, the latest um 4D online commentary at chess move that Triple H could make? would be booking DX to get destroyed in a way that they never do so that dickheads like me in articles on whatcoach.com tomorrow can speculate that the only reason DX were always protected was because of Vince McMahon before he resigned in disgrace. That would be a, a very Triple H thing to do. You know, I always wanted us to get beat up. I was desperate for us to sell for Damien Sandow. Vince just wouldn't let me. You won't believe how much... It's like the, the naughty kid at school. Like, I'm always defending you in that staff room. <laughs> I'm in there, yeah, yeah. fighting for you. Right, and Triple H just reframes all those horrendous DX beatdowns. Like, uh, and I said to Bradshaw, no, you're not going to beat up Heath Slater. And he said, I am asshole. And I couldn't do anything. I went to Vince. Heath, I went to Heath. He uh, <laughs> just did it anyway. And like he allows himself and his mates to get the sh- kicked out of them as a way to like further prove... God, he has changed everything, this guy. I think instead, Road
4: Dogg is going to be an insufferable... <laughs> and pretend like he was more over than he actually was. He was very over, but the second that you took him out of that act, he was none. Hmm. She called Road Doggy. If you ask me, at I least, agree. At least, yeah. at least, if you're going to insult someone, at least don't, like, at least direct those insults to someone who actually had no talent.
3: Road Dog is so awful. Like Road Dog, he temporarily babyface Shawn Michaels for that in your house argument they had that time. Yeah, I know. That's how awful Road Dog is. <laughs>
1: Uh, what do you think Bloodline's going to do, then, if it's not <laughs> attacking Shawn Michaels?
3: It should be that, but, uh, look, I absolutely love where we're at with the Bloodline. Um, I love how last week it was Sammy and Solo as a team. Now you've got this additional dynamic of Sammy having to get Jiu, so to stay a bit calmer and get control, otherwise they're going to lose the tag belts. But I think in terms of a match this week, we're probably asking for too much. I think that if you look at what else is on this show... Unless you have an impro... like, unless a raw team, and there isn't really one that I can think of. Huge please. Well, that did cross my mind, but they're heels, and you've almost got like, if you have Chad Gable, Chad Gable and Sammy's Zayn is a lot they of fun. They get the crap kicked out of them by DX. Yeah, they really Chad Gables sell really good.
1: Yeah, I feel really bad for Chad Gable because I know he always gets his ass handed to him, but at least we're like, oh, but that's, it means to an end, and we get a good match as part of it. Suck, not
3: just, suck it, please. Yeah, but, um,
1: we <laughs> <laughs> no, got him We got him
3: One One bloodline segment Very little Just a little bit of development Of the um, Of what we had from Smackdown And possibly uh, Roman Reigns Calling out Logan Paul again
1: I was thinking maybe that, When you're talking about Who could get the rub Just as we were, t- as you, we were talking about then Maybe they try and Get the rub And give the rub To Logan Paul yep. Hey Logan I only part of DX For one night Is yeah. he on it? Is he on the show? No but because the bloodline's there uh, it He would be advertised you probably will be advertised, but maybe it? he'll drop a little. Uh, oh, I like see Raw's in wherever Raw is. They've brought the bloodline. Where is Raw? I
3: don't know, oh, Ru- Brooklyn. In Brooklyn,
1: is it? Yeah, oh, might be loud.
3: They've brought the bloodline <laughs> to <laughs> Raw for once. That's <laughs> like my mum. That
1: oh, might be a bit loud.
3: <laughs> they've they've brought these to Raw to do absolutely nothing in the past. I'm only suggesting that there might be a little bit more than nothing because of where we're at with the Sammy element of the story. Previously, it would have been enough for them to just have Rome come out, Paul him, and like say some stupid Paul and then promote Roman's next title fight. So I wouldn't look past them just doing that. It's only because Sami Just James have on the sheer. Yeah, it just feels like... It's whole, that was a Hull accent there.
1: And the sheer. And the sheer. Yeah. God, this write-up's horrible. It's not even worth the game. I'll do I'll, it. I'll still play. It's,
4: play. it's time to
3: play the game!
1: Oh, I, I don't even know which bit to pick.
3: They're all awful. Pick several. The X want you to suck it, but you don't want to suck it. Well, tune in to Raw tonight to see who sucks it. Okay. Oh, let's get ready to suck it! Okay.
1: Celebrate Degeneration X's twenty-fifth anniversary. This mischievous group will be off of.
3: I uh, see. Yeah, I could have done that if you had a sayable to. Say. Well, Do you know who would hate this? Do you know who would absolutely hate this? Shawn Michaels and Triple H in nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah, they would absolutely hate this copy. Here you go. You can. You two can work on this. Uh,
1: right. There's one, two, three, four, five. Thing there. With memorable moments, such as... you got five. Invading WCW with a tank?
3: tank. WCW Invasion, correct? It wasn't, it wasn't a tank. It wasn't a tank. Uh, uh, a now, cannon. previously, they would have had spray paint in Mr McMahon's plane. Or Titan Tower. But I don't know if you're allowed. Titan Tower?
1: Spray-paint in WWE Headquarters. The plane's gone because it's the commentary. Yeah, yeah, uh,
3: yeah.
1: Uh, oh, actually, I'm going to give you double points there. So you've got WCW Invasion, spray-paint in WWE Headquarters... Two other things, and many more incidents we can't mention here. So I so, presume that's because they think, oh, yeah. Vince but says, it's actually, we can't, cause we can't mention the bloke who yeah, yeah. should do it to. Um, Masculating
4: Chris Masters. <laughs> no. Uh, what else did they do? Impersonating the nation, a damn nation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They Several acts of racism and homophobia.
1: <laughs> uh, the other two were winning oh. multiple titles oh. and the DX Express.
3: Her bo- having a boss? You, know, you don't get that with Lex Luger profiles, do you? With all members now...
1: Dot, dot, dot. Retired. uh, Long in the tooth. In the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> what
3: carnage and chaos with the legendary... What will those rascals get up to? None. You've answered your own question. Now they in the Hall of Fame and completely finished, what can they possibly do? No. Bring out the loose sticks. Loo sticks, correct,
1: and sick my cat, no, <laughs> <laughs> hang on the glow sticks and get ready to watch for a while, you're not down with that, are like you, know you the ready,
4: dun, dun. to bow to the master's, sick my cat,
1: I tell you that I, sick
4: my
3: cat, I'm changed my mind, I'm really looking forward to this now. I think it's important to note, right, that, like, for all the mentions of, like, DX requesting that people take the KX, it, it, that was what the it was. Like, 25 years of the it meaning the KX. Like, yeah. like, just because we're saying it out loud, we're saying yeah. the quiet part loud. The, the quiet part of 25 years was a KX. Yeah. Johnny Gargano, if what's to come out tonight, and goes, sickie, sickie, sickie. that's Johnny Wrestling, big smiley Johnny Wrestling, come <laughs> out and saying, like, fillet me, suck my <laughs> penis. Suck
4: my cack <laughs> until it comes. Suck <laughs> so my cack until I can. That's Johnny Gargano. Please <laughs> never add. Please suck my cack.
3: That's what he's going to be saying. I'll <laughs> say If that's he the
4: gave you the, thing, yeah, <laughs> it's a DX
3: t-shirt, tonight. It's it's Like, the eight means
4: it's cack. <laughs> that's it. If Johnny Gargano comes out tonight, I uh, would you directly to go for black trunks with mm. the neon green? yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the, it? The little face. Thing. The little face yeah. thing when like neon green. Yeah. Or like the <laughs> <neon> green ghouls. <laughs> or <he> looks <laughs> it looks like
3: Shawn Michaels, that face.
4: Or like the. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> or like the neon green with the black. I think you got black neon green. knows what he's doing with the gear. And then maybe he comes out and he starts like doing a crotch job. What Johnny Gargano was saying, you suck my cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's saying. He Isn't that Oh, dear.
1: <laughs> That's, uh, Jack Gable's bit of it, and uh, then Theory does a photo selfie
4: in the back of the Yeah, oh, you know what Triple H likes to do? What? he likes to bloody pretend that these are where we're all DX. We used to be bloody young, but we're not young these days. And uh, They might do. Ah, um, uh, it has to be Theory and Gargano because you know the, uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, on the computer they like to be like thick and old and all the rest of it. They're gonna take a selfie and they'll be like, huh? <laughs> really? and like the camera's gonna uh, your like, thumbs over the lens your thumbs over the lens or they're gonna do the camera and it's like and you know that m- the vine where the women have got it the wrong way around oh uh, yeah it's gonna be like DX and it's the wrong way around and Michael and uh, is commentating oh i tell you who's commentating it's Kevin <laughs> <Calvin> Patrick <laughs> and but he's nice. he's getting the rub as well and he's and Kevin Patrick's going, what are they like it's the
3: wrong way around <laughs> Which says a lot, because Triple H's been taking pictures of people for like 10 years at this point with his thumb up. Thumb up his ass. Thumb, thumb up his cack. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it, dude, it. That's Seth Robinson's entrance. Like, uh,
1: that's
4: right. <laughs> but he joins the Just
3: X. Kevin Patton. They're getting everybody to suck their cocks, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I love this here. I love my new job. Is there any of th- uh, the, the worst thing Our about? Barry Jackson
1: w- can get bullied backstage because he's a reporter now, isn't he?
4: Yes, you're I think uh, So enough of that. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame that the other themes are so indistinct and unmemorable because we can have honorary honorary members of DX and <laughs> we can oh, God, we put you. like we could put like something like Hock of their songs. Don't know why I've just come up with that. It
3: should be more of a forbidden dollop than the Sick me, sick me, sick me.
1: What's that? The thing, that's the, the beginning, at the beginning. That the, the, the point point no, line That no, all no, of then then it then it I just
3: wanted to get a big finish. What's uh Sick me, sick me, sick me, sick me. me that's the shield. Good. Um, wait, there, wait. I've got. This is not a podcast, man. What is this?
4: Um, ha ha I just, I we've got any bloody themes, that's yeah. the problem. What's yeah, no, the. Triple H one. It's
3: my geek. It's my cack! Please sink my cack!
4: <laughs> Dinosaur, <think> my
3: cack! <laughs> Triple H. You can't do access, but you can do a lemmy. Where I'm did that come to from? To oh. I went to that place. <laughs> Triple H Liberty. <laughs> Splitting from then, Rejoining his own faction Just so I could do that joke <laughs> So it turns out Siege Week's Dark Place Is Motorhead <laughs> <laughs> The
1: Ace of Cack <laughs> <laughs> oh, If you like to go Boy I tell it's you Look my cack There's
4: with the themes I don't think It's a shame that
1: <laughs> I don't think was getting top To be honest We're in know. our 30s <laughs> all the 30s. All the 30s. Uh, anything else you need to talk about? Uh, oh, yeah. Very know. quick. Yeah, very quickly. Uh, dumb, dumb blood very li- quick, actually. <laughs> dumb bloodline. a bit Theory, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daddy Ass on done that one.
3: Roy White done that one. Judgment Day. you think they Judgment Day tonight? They should. The class. Um, nothing feels important now that we've just spent 10 minutes doing that. But, yeah. <laughs> <They> <laughs> <should>. <laughs> like, that, like, Extreme Rules was awesome. Uh, they should be leading to the... Four on four. What?
1: <laughs> I was looking at my other notes and I got, like, God,
3: I'm on my own.
1: It's like my gag From Yacobel Belair
3: He's still like this podcast. You were
4: looking forward to previewing a role that he was quite enjoying as oh. well. Oh. Yeah, hopefully. dx DX's uh, fault. Uh, yeah, DX ruined everything in the show. It's not even happened yet. <laughs> 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 you, just, you
3: cannot pivot to like a chin stroke, and so they've got Crown John Survivor series yeah. building towards. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'll blow me? Edge <laughs> is back. Edge is back. Edge is back.
4: You think you know me?
3: Ha ha ha. I can't. What if Edge joined DX? <laughs> what would that look like? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Bobby Lashley, United States.
3: <laughs> well, off off, uh, again, again oh, I've got a
1: pitch. Does it
3: matter? Oh, yeah,
1: come on. We try and get some professionalism in this podcast.
3: I think so. I thought they were going to do this anyway, but I think it might. What oh, Bobby Lashley's theme go live. <laughs> I
1: can't remember. I was just racking my it's brain. Got it's got no lyrics. No, I think we could make
3: some. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
1: <dun>, <laughs> 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 That could work with Seth Rollins as well,
4: wouldn't
3: it? Sick, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think Farley Farley's going to win the US title tonight. What? I think, I think Seth's going to be cleared. I think that was always in the plan from the fight pit. And then Big is going to be like, well, open challenge. I'm not afraid. I would have taken on Seth Rollins. I'll take on everybody else. And Ali's going to be like, I want another crack. Okay, was actually week. genuinely good. And he gave us a go last week, and Bobby Lashley's going to think, well, I absolutely destroyed you, so why should I think I've got any problem? And then Ali's going to get it done. And it it's going to be, be a big season premiere moment. And it would be a very uh, Triple H way of booking it if it was Seth Rollins
4: stomping Lashley that gets Ali the pin, and Ali could still celebrate because yeah.
3: they're all nerd baby faces. Because he can like only promotion. hit the stomp when Lashley's not ready for it as well, as we saw last yeah. week. So kind of put a little detail in there.
1: Well, that was really good. That was genuinely a good bit of analysis, but that's not what this podcast is going to be remembered for, let's be honest. Let us know your thoughts and other themes you'd like to see uh, reworked with members joining (laughs) D-Generation on Twitter.
3: Only because it's 25 years of them asking people to do it. Yes, exactly. It's not us,
1: as always. It's not us. Them at what culture WWE uh, on Twitter. If you want to get in touch with well. watch there. You can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamfler at Michael Hamlet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at <laughs> M Sidgwick. <laughs> Me, uh, Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at what culture WWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. For Daily Wrestling Podcasts, our review of Extreme Rules and our review of Rampage is available right now. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow to review whatever happens on this Monday Night Raw. I can't wait for this now.
4: It's not going to happen, not <laughs> I not see it? a single thing
3: playing
1: out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mustafa Ali might yeah, do something. Anyway, uh, enjoy <laughs> Monday Night Raw, the season premiere. My thanks season premiere? To, my thanks to the Daddy Boys. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen